Hello and welcome to You Made Me Watch That, where two film studies professors aim to expand each other's cinematic knowledge one recommendation at a time. This is another special episode with Tylon here. Hello, Tylon. Hello, everybody. Um, we are your co-host to have another special episode of Tylon and Wickham have too much time on their hands. It's yeah. a subsidiary. It's a working title. <laughs> a subsidiary <laughs> bit of entertainment uh, for this podcast. Yep. Um, both of us are, uh, we in the sense that we have too much time, we are both, you know, watching things like Rings of Power but we are both obviously, uh, not obviously, I guess, but we are both avid gamers as well. Yes. Um, and we both experienced a recent, very, very important game that came out called uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yes. Or Resident Evil 4. It does not necessarily have remake in the title. Um, so we didn't necessarily recommend this to each other, but we both experienced it just as many people did who are familiar with this. We should also say that I don't. I didn't bring any like academic notes on yeah. this. I don't. I don't necessarily know how in the Me weeds either. you want to get with like game design or, um, you know, narrative fidelity uh, <laughs> with this particular subject matter. So if if you're tuning into this and you're expecting some sort of like, you know, film professor, um, deep dives, deep dive structure, the <laughs> evil and the character. Uh, arcs of Leon Kennedy, um, <laughs> that will not be here. So this is just for fun, um, because we both are big Resident Evil fans. That's safe to assume. Yep. Um, and we, and this is a very important game, and it is reflective of a trend in gaming. Uh, I would say. Yeah, it is. The remakes are rather like big this year after like Death Space as well, and the Resident Evil start to you know the, the Resident Evil games. Uh, they have been remade. Uh, not the first one, if yes. I remember correctly. Yes, it has been remade. It started with the second. No, it has been remade. So oh, okay. here's the trajectory. All of these games, I, I think, thought it started with the second one. Uh, recent ones, mm-hmm. but there, the, there's a trajectory of these old PlayStation games, which had very sort of kind of cumbersome controls and pixelated graphics. I still think the original. Those the original three Resident Evil one, two, mm-hmm. and three hold up very well. If you're if you're into um, something a bit more nostalgic or old fashioned in terms of its design, but they remade the original Resident Evil for GameCube. No, it's uh, uh, for GameCube. Okay. Yes, for, uh, on Steam, I'm just checking. They remastered it in 2015. No yes. remakes. But it was originally it was mm-hmm. it's a very very and maybe it's more my generation than it is yours in the sense that. It was a very, very startling uh-huh. visual upgrade. And it's the same kind of... Uh, these games are notorious for having... They're, they're horror games, essentially. Some of the first... Horror survival games. Survival horror games. Um, and they had these like very cinematic kind of locked cameras. Yep. And the remake, I should say, of that first Resident Evil game is in that same style, where it is these kind of locked camera angles, mm-hmm. and it, it's very cinematic... It's not behind the shoulder. You're not shooting people in the same kind of shootery way. It might be interesting for you to revisit it because it is this weird melding of kind of older game design with very, very pretty um, visuals. And um, yeah, and now now Capcom, who who owns this property, is mm-hmm. just is doing these kind of really exceptional uh, third person shooter 
kind of over the shoulder uh, remakes of those original games, starting with Resident Evil 2 recently, yep. and then they did three shortly after mm-hmm. that. Uh, what was two? Is that 2018 or something? Yeah, let's check real quick. Like, um, especially they modernized the gameplay. Yes. Um, yeah, it's 2019. 19. Yeah. Um, Basically, yeah. Like every one and a half a year, they uh, put out a remake of their games. And, and Resident Evil 2 was very well received because it was such a an update. Yeah. Um, it is another sort of crowning achievement when it comes to remakes because, again, that original style, they had not remade it at all. They had yeah. not remade that second game at all, and a lot of people love these games or are nostalgic for it. Um, and it is interesting. I think, you know, Resident Evil such a dumb... <laughs> it's such a dumb property, and there is there is a lot in of in a mis- good way. In a good way, absolutely. But it is weird how you know people get so into the the lore of these things, and I don't know. I guess maybe you would agree with this or not. I don't know wh- where you stand on all this nostalgia or thinking about all these remakes and the context mm-hmm. of these games that came before. I had the that original Resident Evil. I had that on my Nintendo DS. So talk about weird prisms of nostalgia. <laughs> Um, playing an old PlayStation game on a portable. Um, it was, uh, you know, I really loved it. Um, but it is this, like, just video gamey mm-hmm. quality of Resident Evil, where it is yeah. it is kind of, it's campy, it's silly, campy. it's like um, kind of Amer- American police and military through the prism of kind of, you know some eccentric Japanese game developers and writers, and it's just this intoxicating blend of of fun, even if mm-hmm. it is dealing with zombies and unimaginable horror creatures, Cthulhu squid monsters, whatever it is. There is an element of ridiculous bravado and confidence, and and again, <laughs> camp, which we'll get back to. I was just curious what you, how you're invested in the franchise. Well. Uh... Obviously, like when I first played the uh, original games, I was like, I was very young. I was around like 11, 12. So I'm, I wasn't as aware of the story as you were, obviously. I just played them for fun. I remembered certain parts, certain parts which, of the story. And which games are these specifically? Resident Evil 1. I don't think I finished it, but I thoroughly finished the second one. Okay. Uh, the third one, I don't think I finished it either. Uh, f- the fourth is the is the one yes. I remember the most. Yes. Um, five, I, I didn't finish that as well. Yeah, we don't we don't yeah, need yeah. to get into yeah, five yeah. and six. Yeah, when 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 it, when it comes to that, yeah. <laughs> but I love the seven. Anyway, um, oh yeah. Um, like at first they were just like simple shooter games for me, just because of my age at that time. And to be uh, fair, they're they're very simple. I mean, you're they a are, cop in a police station, are, and they're zombies. They I mean, it, you know. like there, there's just a boss fight, boss fight after boss fight. There wasn't as many puzzles. Not no, yeah, not really. Nowadays, it's more uh, more like a puzzle focused game, especially in certain chapters, which we'll get into. And four, <laughs> I had a lot of trouble. Really? Yeah, especially in the, chapter four. The computer terminal ones near the end, that was the one I had. The, the one, uh, the computer terminal, I remember that. But it was rather easy for me, but the um, the church ones, um, the tiles, the colorful tiles. Really? The, that one? Okay, uh, yeah. that's straight out of the original and the, game. And the, and the uh, I remember that, but at that time, I just couldn't uh, get, it, get it to work because you lose the... 
progress as well when you get it wrong. The hexagon as well. I hated that. <laughs> yeah, that one that one I was amazed that I finished. We should say that yeah, Resident Evil prides itself on these weirdly archaic like slide puzzle nonsense. In the context of mm-hmm. you're in a mansion or you're in a in the case yeah. of Resident Evil 4, you're in a Spanish village, God knows where you are, and then someone has conveniently put a hexagonal matching puzzle to yeah. unlock a it- doesn't to, make sense. To get a golden Especially cat. Especially like, when you're trying to upgrade your weapons, the <laughs> mysterious shop guy shows up and yeah. in the midst of all action, we should acknowledge, <laughs> you just chill with him. <laughs> we should acknowledge the, 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 the impact of 4, yeah. specifically. Yeah, because that franchise. Wa- that was an updated game. That was one of the first third-person shooters. Um, one that sort of pioneered the genre in a lot of ways, Gears of War. Um, they have referenced mm-hmm. kind of riffing off that. Um, and and I remember vividly playing Resident Evil Four and just being overwhelmed by the intensity of it. Yeah, in a very very positive way, I should say. Mm-hmm. Of just you have to stand your ground. There are these creatures that look very humanoid that want to kill you, and you have to. You know, you have to be, there's a real sense of immersion there because you're looking at it, you know, it's not a first person game, but you are looking at it um, in a in a way more intimate sort of way yeah. as opposed to these sort of um, canned camera, cinematic camera angles in the case of the previous games. And, um, and just the visceral thrill. And it, to this day, I still think it's probably my favorite game of all time. That The, the impact of that Resident Evil 4. Of all time. When it came out, and I and we haven't really gotten into the remake yet, I still think it's better than mm-hmm. the remake. I think the remake replaced the original one for me, just because of the enhancements in the gameplay. Like, um, yeah. I remember the fourth, the original fourth, um, being a like you said, the shooter, just being in a swamp of zombies, and you're you're just trying to survive. You're just trying to shoot your way out. But in the uh, remake. I like I like all the like uh game design stuff. Yes. I, new features as well. Like like the pairing stuff, the stealth yes. Yes. options. Yes. I love stealth options in every game. I do too, yes. That's why I my first playthrough um was mostly stealth. I upgraded my knife and everything. That's why I I, I think I like the uh remake more than the original. Yes, yeah, certainly no room for stealth and and the the play area that you have of like your options in that first example of Resident Evil 4 was rather limited but excuse me it was the um the general the general tone of it uh, to to mm-hmm. set it up for those who are not aware you are super cop agent man yeah leon s <laughs> kennedy who has the best round kicks best round kicks in the west <laughs> and he's going to again not particularly racially sensitive he's yeah. going to some sort of obscure European uh, mm-hmm. place, and he's going to kill a lot of people to rescue the president's daughter. It is something like out of a like a '90s or '80s action movie. Yeah, um, and he has very nice hair, and he has a nice he jacket, and he's Mister Cool, and he's cheesy, and we love him for it. Very. And I think a lot of the characters are cheesy. Everyone <laughs> in that original Resident Evil Four, especially, is very very cheesy. <coughs> there's been a lot of <coughs> there's been a lot of commentary about how cheesy it is and the fact that the remake mm-hmm. has altered some of the lines 
you know, that original's like a bit more misogynistic. Yeah. He makes like weird flirtatious remarks to various female characters, or all the female characters have some weird flirtatious thing going on, yeah. uh, which feels very cringy today. And um, and yeah, his, his bravado, it, it is, he says, uh, not, not doing that, bro. Like it's that kind <laughs> of weird, 2005, right? That sort of 2005 yeah. mentality of what cool edgy thing kind of video again like a video gamey video game protagonist no and uh, no sense of subtlety no internal struggle no complexity single-minded determined it's gonna get the <laughs> job done and is not particularly in- interested in trying to be a father to atreus or you know a father to Ellie or a father in general. That seems to be the trend yeah. in video games these days. Um, these morally complicated uh, older men. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Like, um, not a complex character. Like Leon is very straightforward. He is an action movie. He is an action movie. But he has a, some sort of a character he has arc, a which soft I like. <laughs> yeah, which I kind of liked. When like, he's not shooting people in the face. Well, we haven't gotten to the remake yet. We're uh-huh. still on the original. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's his arc in the original? Uh, I don't he know. learns how to better kill lots and lots of <laughs> not zombies in some vague European countryside or castle <laughs> or military compound. Yeah. Um, and he's going to flirt with a pretty lady in a dress occasionally. Or, yeah, yeah biologically enhanced creatures as well. He's going to flirt with biologically enhanced creatures? No, no you know, to fight them. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, there's a great might, subplot though, like... where he tries to hook up with one of the... The replicators. <laughs> is that what they're called? The guys who go... Um, um, that's my impression. Regenerator? Regenerators, not yeah. replicators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, they kept the same sound cue for them in the remake, which yeah. I appreciated. Um, I remember that too. But anyway, yeah, it, it, had left, it left an indelible impression on me. I, I still remember just the visceral nature of playing that game mm-hmm. and just being super compelled by how immersive it is. And I think it, it goes to show you how pacing... Like, when we think of some of the best games of all time, like those Batman games or um, or Resident Evil, these sort of more single-player-y things, before everything became open-world nonsense, um, like the pacing of a narrative in the context of something that maybe will take you 20 hours or 16 mm-hmm. hours, that really matters. We, we're not here to talk about God of War, Ragnarok, it's not a particular, in my opinion, it's a game that everyone loves. It's a game that features this complex dad figure. Mm-hmm. Um, is very well made and well produced and is fun. Is not particularly well paced. Is 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 yeah. kind of laden with exposition and character beats and intertwining mm-hmm. n- c- conveniences. And it, it drags, at least for me. Um, but that original Resident Evil Four, there's there's always like a cliffhanger. It's an episodic thing. Yep. You're always like, "What's going to happen next?" Oh, they're getting to the thing. Oh, this is the part with the big. Uh, I don't think there guy. were chapters in the original. Yes, there right? were. There were. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was a, it was again one of those things that kept you going. Something like it, mm-hmm. like a like a TV show. Like every episode is a chapter. Mm-hmm. And I think they're. I think they were better defined. To be fair, in the remake, there was always some sort of set piece, mm-hmm. or emotional beat, or something that would yeah. make it feel like a television show in the remake. But I, yeah. I love that original game. So 
I'm always going to approach a remake trepidatiously, but you didn't mention in your list of remakes, there's also this Metroid Prime. It's more of a remaster. Mm-hmm. The Metroid Prime one. And then the big remake that happened recently was Final Fantasy VII. Which I, I am not into Final Fantasy games. Why? Do you not like I, people they, with pretty hair? Uh, they They don't really attract me. I appreciate it. I, I, I watched a lot of clips of it, especially the seven uh, from my, you know, favorite video game streamers. I came across the remake? some of them. Uh, the remake, I think. Yeah. The third person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, it, it's very, very good. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't quite get it. Um, and the thing I will say when it comes to remakes that I find fascinating in the context of games is that game is a remake in the sense that it is a direct acknowledgement of the existence of the first one, almost like as an alternative timeline. Mm -hmm. So the villain in the remake, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, is the same villain from the first game who realizes that they're in a new version of the same story, which is a very cool cool meta concept. So he, the villain knows everything that's about to happen because he's already sort of done it. I didn't understand what the hell was going on after a while because (laughs) I hadn't played the original, but one thing I appreciate about remakes, even in the context of like shot for shot movie remakes, is just like you constantly are going to have that point of comparison or that reverence, you know, mm-hmm. for the original source material. True. And so I'm all, I'm picking apart this four remake because I played that four, you know, countless times. I don't know how many times you played through it. I think once. Okay. I okay. finished it, but I think once. Yeah. I would play. Th- I've played through it probably at least ten times in various platforms and various mm-hmm. things. Um. And so this remake, I know where the shots are. I know where things... And then when it's different, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Or that was a better choice, or that was a worse choice. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people focusing on weird little details, like um, uh, Salazar. Is that the yeah, cute little so. guy? Um, he does not have a tri-corner hat in this new one, where in the original he did. And it's like, no one cares about that detail, that the villain doesn't have a tri-corner hat. Exactly. But this is what people focus on. Um, but what do you think of like this this trend, like this in the Dead Space one? You've played through it, like yeah, this trend in remakes, and and what do you think it means? I guess I don't know. I think that, like you said, especially from a you know, contextual perspective, um, there are a lot of updates in dialogues. They kind of adjust the social norms. Yeah, they kind of adjust the game. To do you to you know, social norms. Leon is a lettuce of a creep. Yeah, exactly. And also, like when I played, uh, especially after like Resident Evil Fall, and I um, very shortly, shortly after I finished Dead Space remake. Yeah. Um, I thought about like how the game design and the storytelling in games have evolved. Yeah. Like because there's a lot of like I said there's a lot of changes to gameplay there's a lot of changes to how to how to you know show you certain certain things for example like in the original one there were a lot of uh, quick time events yes where you had to like spam buttons in the remake you don't get that you don't get those as many like maybe they after they grab you. You know, you try, you try yeah. to sp- spam your way up. You can parry and it'll flash because up. Because it's a... not fun anymore. As, like, <laughs> I think as a game mechanic, it's it doesn't really appeal to people. And also having that kind of a stealth option, parry option, like you have a lot of different uh, possible approaches 
to games. I think which you know makes it more fun because you have reasons to play it more. You have reasons to play certain parts multiple times in different with, with different approach approaches. So I think remakes are um, with the stealth, like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think re- remakes are you know, but, uh, but that's they based... they help to keep the game alive for sure. Also, it you know creates new opportunities for older players as well. I do think you know Dead Space the, the remake doesn't offer many options. I think no 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 yeah, yeah. I think in yeah, yeah, terms true. of it's very more straightforward like a visual yeah. and occasional narrative upgrade. Yeah, narrative upgrades like you see the face of uh, Isaac, Isaac, which is maybe not an update depending. I on, mean, it's it's he's if like, you played the original <laughs> game, it's like it's Isaac. It's Isaac. <laughs> it's the same voice actor too. Yeah, who does the second one? Um, Here's what I will say, and this is just hearing you talk about it. It, it, It's like narrative focus is also a thing, because I think about God of War. I think about um, mostly these PlayStation brands. I I have a PlayStation, so that's what I'm Mm -hmm. associating. Or um, um, Red Dead does this, or um, Horizon. I've been trying to beat that freaking game. Horizon Forbidden West. (laughs) It's like they're so bloated with boring ass and it's it's open world games in the case of a few yeah. of these but even last of us part two there it's just so much yeah. game and so much narrative stuff yeah. characters and things and motivations and i'm playing this elaborate side quest in horizon for ben west a gorgeous game a game where people spent years <laughs> of their life making the most boring little side stories of like trying to find someone realizing that they had a romantic attachment with another character. And it's like, it boils down to basically love triangles. And I'm like, that is like one little, it's like, like narrative focus Mm -hmm. is something that I think when you think about these remakes uh, and I've not played the Metroid prime one, but I think people appreciate that game because it's like you're in a, and maybe it's survival horror too, as a genre. It's like you're in a place yeah. You have a mission. You need to do the mission. It's it's challenging to do the mission, and you don't have much to do. You're 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 outnumbered and outgunned. It's like, mm-hmm. in terms of immersing you in a narrative, like they don't really. I mean, it's weird to say because you know you look at the re- world of Red Dead and you're like, well, I'm immersed in this world. Yep. But from a narrative point of view, it's like, do we really need to go off and do that thing? Do we really need to go over here when... At certain parts of the certain chapters, yeah. So it's almost like going back to these things. It's not just like offering you more gameplay opportunities. It's just having that narrative focus of like, oh God, I'm on a spaceship and things have really gone bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Games don't... Big games, you know, triple A games, as they would put it, don't really focus in and maybe that's why we're into these remakes it's like oh let's just go back to yeah basics and give you a little bit more like give you more options give you mm-hmm. more stuff to do but not just keep it simple man yeah, you don't have a like complex ways of playing like you yeah. have options but you don't get confused you don't get bogged down into unnecessary Stats details and, yeah and builds yeah and yeah and just you know narrative uh Drift. Narrative drift. Is that a thing? Narrative drift. <laughs> Isaac has a thing he has to do. Leon has a thing yeah. he has to do. It's like, you know, you know, people complain that those Mario games don't have any good stories, mm-hmm. and they don't. But you know what you have to do. Yeah. I bet not to be like, you know, 
not to disregard what those type of type types of games like Red Dead Redemption, Witcher, yes, and um, I, I should say I like all yeah, of these yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, but in some games, the art of doing nothing becomes a pain. Yes, that's why having these kind of focused yes. narrative structures in certain games, especially like uh, in in a world like Resident Evil, I think it works pretty well. It, like it's immersive, like you said. You, I, I binge play them every time. Like every time a game like that because of the pacing, yeah, just like what's going to happen yeah. next? What's going to happen next? It's what's not gonna... longer than twenty hours. Yeah, most of them. I think the Resident Evil Four was around like for me at least seventeen and a half hours. I did it in four, almost fifteen hours. Uh, okay. Um. So yeah, I think those are, you know, especially after they're up upgraded. I, remakes are upgrades for me, from my perspective. I don't know why. And I do think that yeah. I mean, it, there's this whole member Barry thing we were talking about in relation to movies of like. Mm-hmm requels and things and i'm not going to yeah. pretend like that's not a part of it i mean the, this resident evil 4 remake sold it incredibly well yeah because there's a lot of people like us who grew up with that original so the the market is to a certain extent hey you know you have nostalgia for this thing we're going to give you this thing again mm-hmm. but it is it is like a, a yearning it's not just a yearning for that game it's yeah. a yearning for that type of game I think yeah, as well. True. Um, you know, with the more compelling characters and a better story and um what's what's our what's the guy's name with the nice jacket? They've all everyone has a nice jacket. Even uh Krauser? No. Krauser has a nice jacket. <laughs> no, he has a vest. I he has think. a vest. <laughs> he has a nice he has a nice hat. Hat. Yeah. Um no, uh uh I he 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 has a sad end. What's uh uh a, Sp- a Spanish fellow. Uh, he's a ladies' man. Lu- uh, you're talking about Lewis. Lewis. Yes. I thought you would remember. That's why I was. No, like, I, I don't remember. Scanning either. through other characters. What's the name of? The, I, I'm blanking on everyone's name. What's the name of your the president's daughter? Uh, Ashley. 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 Leon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just getting their names. Good. There's a part near the end where that's a good Ashley impression. Yeah. Leon. <laughs> There's a part near the end where well she screams it a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, where More Le- than the original, I would say. Oh, in the original, she's, she's screaming. There's a part near the end where um, Leon says to her, "You can handle this all on your own. You won't even need me." And I'm thinking, like, no, she really, she would have died like 50 different times here if, <laughs> yeah. if he wasn't here. I mean, she could use a various heavy machinery. Yeah. There's a lot of times where you're, <laughs> at least mine was interrupted by her getting grabbed by. <laughs> You know, and they zombies. All, yeah, and they all know. grab her the same way. They very gently put her on her on yeah. their shoulder, and they just sort of saunter away. Nice. And they're very slow as well. Like they're yeah. taking their time. They, they don't want to, <laughs> you know, for vicious, you know, zombie murderers, you know, infected I guess with they bug have parasites. To her alive. <laughs> they're very gentle. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the there's a part with catapults where if yeah. you where you, there's a very specific place where you can shoot it to make it a lot easier and once mm-hmm. you figure that out it's not that difficult but if you don't figure that out there's a center place where a, a mm-hmm. catapult will just rain hell on you and Ashley um where it's the same voice line of Leon resurrecting her and going are you okay and her going I'm fine and then a catapult uh, rock will just hit you and she'll go Leon and she's like ah! so it just it's this constant like Tonal whiplash. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Ah, you know. She's saying like, "Oh, you're hurt, Leon." Like, 
I know, Ashley. I don't have heel on me. Like, <laughs> just Ashley, leave me alone. Commenting on it, there is like a there's like a a fun uh, shooting gallery where Luis oh, yeah. Luis and because um, Luis eventually <laughs> hangs out with you. He's this slightly uh, morally questionable man who hangs out with you and is super. He's a ladies' man, Tylen. Yeah. How do they um, <laughs> how do they reveal that? He, oh, Luis, you can handle yourself. Well, I'm a big ladies' man. He like, says it like five times, and every yeah. time he says it, it gets sadder. And I don't know if that's intentional. Uh, I don't know if we're meant to think that maybe he's it's pro- bugged. <laughs> <laughs> they just left the it voice out actor there. just couldn't help you know. saying it over and over again. Um, I couldn't help but think that it was like projecting slightly, Tylon. I feel like if you oh, have yeah. to say you're a ladies' man <laughs> over and over again, um, but yeah, when, good when, <laughs> whenever you do the shooting gallery, Luis, Luis, and and Ashley. Ashley will say Forgetting good job me. leon you you shot that that fake pirate really well yeah. <laughs> it's very good shot oh you missed that dumb. one yeah, yeah it's very dumb and all that like hell <laughs> you just get into the shooting gallery this why there's shooting, shooting range gal- yeah yeah ashley Which... is like a five-year-old at that point oh my gosh yeah she she transforms i should say that her characterization is far better in this remake i think than... all of them like they have yes. depth to them. But not too much depth. Yeah, I mean, not it's, it's Kratos still campy. depth. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. It's not like Luis is this tortured soul who, because yeah. that's the direction they could have gone with this. Like, ooh, we need to update Resident Evil Four. We need to make Leon this tortured, and he has a little bit of a tortured thing going on because uh-huh. of the events of Resident Evil Two, which would scar you probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not. He's still a goof. He's still a. <laughs> yeah. He's still a, a silly, silly action movie man. Who uh, apparently everyone's hot on him. I don't know if you saw the discourse on that. Just his character model. Everyone's super thirsty for some Leon. I don't know if you miss. miss, miss everyone's this. thirsty for Leon and Ashley. I'm not. Thir- Ashley is like a child. I don't know. I'm there more are thirsty some for weird Ada. Weird people. On yeah, the yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ada. What do you think of Ada's sort of sultry kind of Sigourney Weaver adjacent voice acting? Um, she got a lot of. Yeah, critics and right. she responded to those critics. I haven't read that one yet, but I kinda I kinda was into sounds, it. But. She sounds I mean odd. Not in a bad way. I just, you know, when she first talked, like Ada? Especially when you <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, especially after like um Resident Evil's uh, second the uh, second game. It, she I don't know, like like I said, it's odd. But uh, I kind of got used to it she's and sort of sultry yeah yeah, yeah. i kind of got used to it for for a for a, a purely objectified uh character it's nice that Obviously. her voice leaves a little bit more of a you know a character impression yeah i don't you know can, if you remember you can... her from the the original game but she's like leon yeah i'm flirty with you now yeah. hello and i'm uh, <laughs> it's, it, it works for that game but again there's a bit of a <laughs> the gender politics of resident evil is something we don't necessarily but i mean cool i should say really badass uh female characters in it yeah. though who also achieve kind of I, I, good action heroine roles I, which is not something as common as that we would hope for yeah, i like our entrance too like those sequences where ada you know, yeah. shows up. They're cool. Like the dialogue between he, uh, her and Leon are also like reflective to their the kind of relation. Troubled past. Yeah, trouble past. And uh, Leon talks about change. <laughs> <laughs> He's dealing with change. again. 
Not too much. Not too much. Not overdone. Not overdone. He's still saying things like when he kills a bunch of knights. Yeah. He says, nighty night. Nighty night. Knights. <laughs> like, he didn't even need to include that last part, but he did. And I appreciate him for it. There was like a dramatic pause. There's a lot of great 2005-isms, like, especially from Ashley with her flip phone yeah. and her uh, use of the word skills. Skills when you caught her uh, after she, you know, jumps out. Yeah. I mean, jumps we out. all hope to be caught by Leon one day. I mean... No, no, you don't. <laughs> Ada. Yeah, um, I would love to be caught by Ada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ada. <laughs> she she's wearing like a dress, like a red dress in the original. And this, she's wearing like a I don't even know, like a tactical sweater. I don't even know what she, like a sweater Ada? dress. What is she wearing? And I think it's some sort of a one piece <laughs> dress. Weird, not comfortable at all. No. I wouldn't think so. She, you think she'd need more maneuverability. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can buy that Leon jacket that he wears at the beginning. Mm, they yeah, based, yeah. they scanned it. I was thinking about buying that jacket. It's hideously expensive, but... Yeah, I would um, assume so. But I'm such a super fan of <laughs> of these dumb games. But anyway, <laughs> yes, as a remake, it, one thing I was telling um, Colleen, and this is my one point of reaching her with this, uh, you know, trying to to outreach my enthusiasm for gaming to a, a person who uh, played a lot of Mario, she will she will say, yeah. but is maybe sort of out of the loop and spends her time more wisely, let's say, Taiwan, than we do. Um, <laughs> but she, I was trying to convey to her that in terms of camp, you look at yeah. that first game and it is campy, but in its totality, it's campy. The villains are campy. The world is campy. Yeah. The animations are kind of dated. Like everything about it is kind of kind of silly, moody, but silly. In this remake, there's a weird disconnect between a lot of the characters and their campiness, with the very compelling, atmospheric, serious, yeah, kind of uh, aesthetics of it. So that it makes it kind of more campy. In a weird way, I think it helps though. Like you said, the yeah. ambience, the the whole lighting of those sequences, like it's very immersive. It's it's almost as scary as that space, but with that, with the campiness of it, you kind of yeah, you kind of loosely have fun. Like when Ashley is is dealing with you play as her at one point, and you're dealing with these aforementioned knights who are genuinely intimidating and yeah. hard to deal with, and she just kind of says in very Again, action movie fashion. She's like, oh, please, no more knights. I can't stand any more of these knights. Like, it's a realistic thing for her to say, but it's also kind of silly. Yeah. And uh, uh, the whole reason I wanted to do this is for me to do my uh, Salazar impression. Because he, he's a very... He's a, we need he's, that Luis impression, a, too. Like. Yeah, Luis impression. <laughs> I can't do Luis. Um, well, what does he say? I'm a ladies' man? <laughs> I can't do Luis. Um, all the voice acting is really good, I should say. Yeah. Um, but uh, when he goes, Mr. Kennedy, the, <laughs> yeah. Salazar is this pint-sized villain aristocrat. I don't even know. He looks, he's wearing like a like a George Washington wig. Yeah, or 17, like, 18th century. Yeah. And he just says, Mr. Kennedy. And there's a great part where he's monologuing about something and Leon just shoots him. And it's a, another great, he says, you just talk too much. It's that kind of dumb. Yeah fun and it doesn't matter what unimaginable horrors are happening and for whatever reason the the camp factor of this i 
I enjoyed maybe a little bit more than the original because yeah. it was it was this weird juxtaposition. Even the gameplay uh, of the game has like campiness to it, like that round kick. But that is directly from the original, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to to like every single creature, that round kick is like a killer. Yeah, or a suplex. <laughs> yeah, suplex. <laughs> very casually just getting close yeah, to those. Yeah, because that's a yeah, tactical very, maneuver you yeah, could bring very out. Very intimate maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, when they fight zombies, you know, thinks to suplex someone. Yeah. Um, I will say, if I was to be critical of this remake, that the encounter design and the general gameplay flow is designed to overwhelm i played it on not yeah the humble brag i played it on hardcore i, um, I did too uh, okay and and there are moments where i was just sort of like this feels off like you're throwing so many enemies at me yeah. that it's fun to kind of use all of your kit and all of your equipment and to, yeah. the resource balancing is very very fun but i just remember there being moments where i'm like this you didn't have to like what is this like like tons of models of villains yeah. surrounding you it looks ridiculous you're roundhouse kicking all of them in the face <laughs> and some it, ladies are casually just stabbing you with a pitchfork yeah and you just survive for some <laughs> or, or or that happening like five <laughs> times in a row like you get stabbed yeah. with a pitchfork and then someone else runs at you with a pitchfork and you're like <laughs> yeah, did y'all synchronize this uh, it's like another a, chainsaw guy there was, the, I think it was the moment when you rescue Ashley outside of the church, and, oh, yeah. and you're supposed to run away from these people. But I fought right them after the the, the uh, dreadful hexagon uh, yeah, puzzle. Yeah, yeah. so that <laughs> you you were just happy to shoot some people after that. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you get Ashley right shortly after that, if I remember yes. correctly. Yeah. Um, but you're supposed to run away from all these guys, but I just fought them because whatever. And it was just uh -huh. this clown car of just people constantly. I'm throwing grenades. I kill Ashley occasionally because she gets <laughs> yeah. hit with the grenade. Leon! Leon! Oh, crap. He like gets on his knees and he's like, what have I done? <laughs> um, but it was, it, was, it was campy and it was funny, but it was, not, it was immersion breaking because I was thinking like, this is a dumb design. She's constantly falling over, getting picked up very nonchalantly. <laughs> by like 50 people and she's saying the same lines over and over again and i just remember vividly thinking this is bad <laughs> this whole design is very bad or clunky i should say yeah um and and i will say that when you design a game to overwhelm or to force you to use your kit or when you're dealing with you know taking care of another character in like an escort mission style mm -hmm. um chaos can work both ways I guess I yeah. should say. So maybe, True. and I don't remember ever feeling that with the original. I think the original one had also the option to um, hide Ashley into a like trash can or something. Yeah, which is not a very nice thing to do. You can yeah. hide Ashley into a uh, locker in this. Did you know that? No, I never I, I discovered did. that oh. there are lockers that she can hide in. And it's funny, you go, you go, hide in this. And Ashley goes, really? Okay. So <laughs> the game never sort of- that. The game sort of acknowledges come in handy. that it's well <laughs> that it's weird for someone to order someone to hide in a locker. Um, it's not like she does much. When and I just enjoyed enjoyed the um, the scenarios where I died very stupidly, and Ashley, Ashley just, goes, <laughs> I just you know 
think about the aftermath of Leon's death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley just crying, and and the zombies pick her up very gently. <laughs> yeah, because they're taking her to her ceremony. So I mean, she they would... run at you with a pitchfork, but they, you know. They're like, oh, here she is. Let me take her. <laughs> so it's nice in that every time you see Ashley die, it's usually because you've accidentally shot her <laughs> yeah. or thrown a grenade. Um, they, yeah, right. There's no brutal. I mean, she's forced to drink black goo at one point, and and so she goes through some hell of her own. But... I like the bid where you have to play as Ashley. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice touch as well. And she she's given a bit of very brief but agency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and one of the more scary kind of atmospheric parts because she doesn't have Leon's kit. Yeah. You just have this weird light that, you know, stops creatures from moving. Yeah. Which it comes, it's convenient that that light's down there. Um, you yeah, think she that they... finds it as well. Like she picks it Ooh, up. This... Oh, this is a lantern. Again, very video gamey. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense why that would be there. Um, I, I really enjoyed uh, mechanically the knife parry. I think we've alluded to that. I love that. The it first was so weapon, satisfying. The first weapon I upgraded was the knife. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and it it got, it comes to a certain point where it's indestructible. The game got much better. If we can get into game design for a second, like it, you know, game design revolves around. I forget what this is attributed to, but it revolves around a very compelling thirty-second loop, usually. You know, and with God of War, it's recalling and throwing the axe. Yeah. That never gets old. You can do that any number of times. That's <laughs> the part of the 30 second loop. In this, it's the sound design of you pairing the thing and then roundhouse kicking. Yeah. <laughs> you can do <laughs> you can do that anytime. And it never gets old. It always yeah. feels good because you timed it right. The the feedback, the sound. Um, you're not getting killed. Yeah, the pairing is so satisfying. It's very satisfying. At certain points, it's dumb because you're pairing a <laughs> chainsaw with a knife. But, but but it breaks the knife. But when it's indestructible, it can't. When yeah. you when it's fully upgraded, you can't break. Okay. It breaks the chainsaw. <laughs> Guy's like, what the hell? I paid so much for this chainsaw. No, it, it doesn't break the chainsaw, but it you know the guy like. He goes, goes ah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'd always broke my knife. I never, I never saw that. No, I broke my knife as well. But when it got to a per- certain point where it's indestructible, it, it got easier. But it's also, even though it's easier, it's still fun. It's always fun. My, like, uh, I told you this before. Even in hardcore mode, it felt easy. The, the bosses, the fights weren't so. I, would, I don't know. I don't know if it felt I didn't, easy to me. But yeah. I didn't feel like I was challenged. Challenged. But still, like I said, it's fun. It's fun to, you know, knife people <laughs> in the village. Don't don't take casually. don't take any of what we say out of context. <laughs> it's fun to <laughs> knife people casually in the village. Um, you know, again, we are in an action uh, movie. People are the, gonna cut this part. These <laughs> these people have suffered enough. We're putting them out of their misery. Misery, yeah. They are infested with some weird parasite. Um, we're helping them out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're helping. That's what that's what Leon is doing. He's saving these people. (laughs) He's saving these dogs or these giant fish monsters. I think it was that was a pit there in the village where I was. It was a little. I was. It was tightened. The the resource management and yeah, yeah. yeah. I was feeling it a little bit, but by the end, yeah, I was just sort of like, oh my god, the submachine. It gets very easy towards Um, the end, which is good because it kind of again, it's like you've earned it. 
What's your favorite point. chapter? What's your favorite part mm. of, the, of the game? I, I do like Salazar. I do like his b- bizarre cult. The cult introduction mm-hmm. I really enjoyed in this. Um, I think I think because of Village, which is not something we've discussed, Resident Evil 8, oh, yeah. and the nostalgia that that game has for 4, and I had just played Resident Evil Village in VR, so going yeah, yeah. going to I still can't comprehend how you it was that. intense going to another castle, even though that was a bit repetitive. I think I enjoyed, aside from the catapults, uh, I enjoyed the introduction of Salazar because even in the original game, just like going from rural village to dumb aristocracy and people in bizarre yeah. cult robes murmuring to each other. There are I, layers to it, which is interesting, I'd say. What are those layers, Tyler? What are you talking about? You know, from... <laughs> you mean levels. So levels, layers, socioeconomic. <laughs> yes. Know, from village people yes. to... <laughs> it's about the proletariat. Um, the game has it. The Vox Populi. Approach and, to socioeconomic yeah. issues. <laughs> Sure. No, 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 no. I, probably somewhere in there. There's probably a video essay in there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Everyone sucks. Um, uh, what does Leon represent? We don't really get a sense of his class dynamic. Uh, he's yeah. sort of working class. He's kind of thrown in there. Yeah. He doesn't have much backup. I think he gets more vicious towards those uh, creatures, especially after he has to kill Krauser. Like his Krauser is his past. Is his past. It's his like teacher his bromance yeah, thing master kind of guy slap fights yeah he keeps like letting leon <laughs> live as well it's kind of weird they have some sort of weird relationship yeah <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to go down that rabbit hole but um freudian freudian <laughs> <laughs> um he has a giant you know anyway um, Krauser has to have a big uh, hand that he has to attack. What does he say? He has some powers absolute or something. There's yeah, there's another video essay like, yeah. in there somewhere too. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> yes, there are layers by which you mean uh, levels of uh, just scenery changes. Scenery changes, yeah. Uh, that are very well done, and I think I yeah I think it was that interaction of Salazar and being in that castle and just enjoying the, and always enjoying that juxtaposition of kind of cultish Mm -hmm. ritual and kind of evil monarchy aesthetics. What was your favorite chapter? The action sequences in the mines. Yes. With Luis. Yes. Which is straight out of Temple of Doom. Yeah. It's literally Temple of Doom. I don't care. I love those parts. What if you freaking made a good video game adaptation of that Minecraft thing from Temple of Doom? I'm not saying it's a yeah. it's 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 completely overdue at this point. Though every time you're about to cream off the edge, this is something I didn't uh, like. Louis says, uh, Oh, we're about to cream yeah, off the get edge. To the other side. <laughs> he says it like five times in a row. Yeah. Oh, we're cream, oh, 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 Leon. And every time you die or get hit in front of him when you fight with him, he says, pay attention, which I got really annoyed with. I'm like, shut up, Luis. I'm trying my best here. I tried a roundhouse kick that guy. I couldn't deflect the pitchfork. You do your own thing. Stop being critical and he's, of me. Like, he says that like as if he doesn't disappear at certain points. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be back. Like, what? Where, Luis, where, where are you going? You told me to pay attention. I'm paying attention <laughs> to you now leaving me in the midst of battle. 
Um, in one of those boss fights, he just leaves. He just leaves. And then he comes with a dynamite. Comes up with dynamite yeah. In the mercenaries mode, which they've just added, he has dynamite. That's his special move because he's known for his dynamite procuring abilities. <laughs> oh, he's a scientist. Yeah. He's a ladies' man. He's a lady. <laughs> He's a ladies' man. Comes with the package, I guess. Yeah. And the nice jacket, and the, he wants smokes. He's a dynamite man. He's a dynamite <laughs> man. <laughs> a black dynamite for a new generation. Um, I wonder. My point is, I wonder what great one-liners he has in the in the mercenaries mode as he's shooting people. It's like, oh, not again! I need to pay attention. You know, something. I don't know. I need to pay attention. <laughs> If his whole thing is paying attention. Oh, I can't shoot the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. If he's, like, gender discriminatory as he's fighting. He would fighting. probably be. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Doll. Yeah, because he, he does feel like a character out of, like, a diff- He feels like a character out of 2005. Yeah. Um, but maybe a little bit more self-conscious, again, because he says, I'm a ladies' man. He says it, like, six times. Yeah. With no provocation. No one has asked him how he feels about anything. There are no ladies there. Like, <laughs> well, he talks to Ada at one point. Uh, still, uh, yeah. Maybe he's you know he's gotten very lonely out on that you know military island. Maybe he's trying to tell us something. Yeah, that, maybe, yeah. maybe he's trying to tell us something. <laughs> maybe all of these characters are trying to tell us something. Um, no, it's great. I I, I wanted to talk about it because I think that yeah, it's it's worth talking about. It. it it is a weirdly important game. I would not have expected it to have gone over the way it has. I think it mm-hmm. is these reviews, these tens out of tens. I I don't quite understand that. I wouldn't say it's a 10 out of 10, but it's a solid 8 8 or 9. Yeah, yeah, 8 or 9 for me. It is way better than I would have thought it would be. Exactly. And and I and I even though I still think I prefer the original um in in terms of its gameplay maybe more mm-hmm. than anything else. You know, aside from the knife parry and these things, mm-hmm. counter design, let's say, um, I do think it is interesting how it is emblematic of just not only how Capcom are just killing it when it comes to remakes. My God, mm-hmm. all of these remakes, even yeah. even three, which I know is not, it wasn't as great as two slight. and four. Yeah, but it's still really fun. I mean, it was fun to play as Jill. Um, I I just uh, I just think as a trend and as a as a piece of like, it's not a member berry thing as much as it is like a yearning for a simpler time of game design and yeah. game characters and narratives that are focused. And I don't know. It's interesting to to play something that reminds you of what you're missing. You know, sure. going back to Horizon Forbidden Rest, it's just like, who are these people? What do they want? What should I care? What should I care about? I'm going to go hor- forest for, you know, berries in the woods because that's because <laughs> it's a pretty woods. I'm not thinking about the mission. And that's something yeah. that um, Resident Evil in general, but also in this remake, it's very, very compelling. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, do you have any other thoughts on four that we have not covered? No, I can't think of any. It's a fun remake and I, I i appreciate the fact that they uh true they uh stay true to their story there aren't any drastic changes it's mostly the same yeah yeah and it, and then maybe that's one of the timeless things about the original it's yeah. like as an action movie the change in sceneries you know mm-hmm. it, it keeps you it keeps you going and it's simple enough that most people can understand oh saving the president's daughter seems like a worthy thing to do um <laughs> Probably, um, 
though it is weird that he is by himself. Uh, I don't know. They don't. They don't really question like you know. It's in like a battalion or you know. Are you alone? Group. Like. Yeah, no, it's Leon. He'll be fine. Leon would be fine. He's but just traumatized. Did you get killed by the pigs? I did get rammed by the pigs <laughs> several times. <laughs> Comically so. That was, again, a moment where I'm like, this feels stupid. This is not not in a good way of just like, why yeah. are these pigs attacking me when I'm trying to find the president's daughter? <laughs> did you ask them? I asked them, pigs, I'm calm tra- down. I'm trying to find the president's daughter. You know, they're... <laughs> You know, in, indentured. I don't know. How would you? What are what? Are, where are pigs to their farmers? <laughs> Have you ever asked this question, Tyler? Why are they? You know, there. You know, in the first place, like they're probably. I don't think they're eating eating anything no, I, I other than rotten stuff. Yeah, I would say so probably these pigs are really pissed off being in the situation, and then there's yeah. this random guy who shows up and starts firing guns. <laughs> they're gonna react. <laughs> They're going to attack, is what I'm trying to say. I tried to pet them, but yeah, they, they rammed me. You tried to pet the pig? Yeah, I thought they, were, they would, an option appear, you know, press this and pet. Knife like, parry <laughs> pig. Knife parry pig. And uh, then have a barbecue after that. Yeah, you run into, in you run into Wilbur. You can fish. Uh, yeah. So. As I heard, I never done it. You didn't, you didn't get any fish? No. You didn't fit. There was like fish lying around. You could pick up fish and eat them. You'd Never be like know. in the middle of a clock tower and there'd be a fish lying there. <laughs> I might even make this up. They're like, what the hell is this fish doing here? I don't know. There was, a, I think, a charm that lets you get 100% health from a fish, from a bass. One of the many random gameplay elements of these gumball machine charms that they added. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Cool game. Cool game. Uh, <laughs> a lot of layers, a lot of depth. You know, the internal struggles of pigs and Mm -hmm. politics. And um, it's nice to have, you know, this is, this might feel like, again, like a waste of time to anyone listening to this, you know, (laughs) thinking about the the rantings of, I don't know. I'm sorry if I pontificated on the the joys of the series too much. No, I mean, uh, from maybe like Colleen's perspective, you may be right. Um, but yeah, it's it it isn't as academically viable as say, you know. But like of, you said, there are a lot of video essays in there. Yeah, on the class struggles of of various people. Thank you for agreeing to talk about this with me. We can maybe do another one one of these, and uh, if there's a big yeah. release, I'm down to do the do these like whenever you're. We were thinking maybe doing like video game movie adaptations. Yeah, which is an interesting subculture of nonsense I would agree. the resident evil franchise uh, uh, no. uh, no need. Uh, i heard there are talks of um rebooting those movies by they, staying well, no, true they, to they the did just, games though they did just you forget they just rebooted it and it what? went over like a lead balloon they made a new resident evil game a movie really? yes called welcome to raccoon city no one liked it and it bombed horribly I don't know it's if it bombed. 2021 as yes, well. Yes, yes. You forget this. I've never seen it. It has Claire and Chris and Leon. It's five rated out of 10. Yeah, it's not IMDb. supposed to be very good. 30% Rotten Tomatoes. What a surprise from a Resident <laughs> a Evil surprise. film. I have to check that um, out. 
<laughs> but we might talk about some of the better and or yeah so good bad they're good ones of yeah. those um but there's there's a lot of good now video game adaptations and TV especially yeah some yeah of, uh, some well, of you, them. Say, you seem like you don't agree with me what do you mean I mean, there's Last of Us. There's Arcane. There's the Last Castlevania. Of Us really good. Yeah. Castlevania. Yeah. I, I just thought about Witcher every time there is a. Witcher is good too. Don't don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> we can open that that trap door when we get to in, it in a different discussion. Yes. But thank you, Tylon. Yeah. Do thanks. you want to? Do you want to? I can do the outro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you are expecting to. Yes, do it. it's my first time doing the outro. You made me watch that. Is a production of the Department of Communication and Design at Bilkent University. You can support the podcast by subscribing with your favorite audio app and by following the Bilkent Cinema Society on Instagram at Bilkent Cinema, all one word. Our cover art was designed by Denis Vadi Tunger, and our weekly thumbnails are designed by me, Tyler Nickel. Our theme music was composed by Dozy Ozowski, who can follow on Instagram. Or you can follow on Instagram and Spotify. This episode was produced by Tyler Knuckle and the Bill Can Cinema Society with extra Teşekkürler to our tech wrangler, Özcan Akar. So, over to you, Wickham. Oh, with boy. any special thanks. Um, I feel like I've I've talked too much about my little things that I enjoy. Do you have any special thanks? Yeah, you... This is our third Jeff recording. Bezos again? <laughs> no, not Jeff Bezos. Um... Uh, Luis, I would say, <laughs> yeah, the, the the Luis character and the voiceover, who whoever did the voiceover for Luis, I think it was a fun addition. I felt like uh, those Luis parts, uh, th- those parts with Luis, felt like closer to Mimir and Kratos parts, you know. Oh yeah, when you have those banter's between each other, it it kind of you know reminded me of that. So I appreciate more banter. Those parts. And I and I texted you. I said. I put like a sad face. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to go into it, but it, it's weird that I felt anything for this character yeah, who especially is... Especially after the original one. But uh, he's a joke in this too, yeah, a little bit. But it, it, it's yeah. maybe the... Yeah, it is the performance yeah. of... Come on, we can't just say his performance was good <laughs> and we can't say who it is. Um, it certainly leaves more of an impression. Luis Serra and... Oh, John, God damn it. Yeah, Reno Romano. He did, yeah. He, I think it is in the performance. Like the, there is a weird sort of bravado-y pathos to him. Yeah, which is same for Ada too. It's this weird, intoxicating blend of being ridiculous cartoon characters that we care about. Yeah, that's Resident Evil. That is Resident Evil. Thank Thanks you. for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>